G'day, it's Clairsy here. These are the best bits of today's Clairsy, Shane and Kimber on Mix 94.5. We can watch reality TV, whether you think it's reality or not. Sometimes it goes a step further and it becomes us watching others watching others, which is weird. And we speak, of course, of Gogglebox, which is back. It's like just watching TV with your mates. <laughs> it is. It's on the Lifestyle Channel at 9.30, Season 2 of Gogglebox, and it's on Channel 10 tomorrow. Uh, that combination of stations sharing it from uh, Gogglebox, the executive producer, David McDonald. David, welcome back, mate. How are you? I'm very well. Good morning. How are you? Good. Oh, well, now, David, Gogglebox, we expect to see in this series the same families as last year, so people can see their old favourites. But you can't really cut families, can you? Like, if, did you get to the end of the season and go, look, lucky we love everyone here? Yeah, pretty much. And mate, I can say they're all back. All 10 of them are back. Um, we're really excited about that. Really um, happy that they love doing it. Um, and they've all come back to do it again. <laughs> David, have you noticed any of them uh, sort of like watching the uh, sort of or taking notice of the attention they're getting and they've given themselves a bit of a makeover for this series? Uh, no, you know, and, and to be honest, that that is a concern that if they yeah. if they see themselves that they'll 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 change in some way. But of course, they were able to watch the show as it was going to air, you cool. know. So we actually we did have that during during series one, to be honest. And uh, no, they're completely unaffected That's by great. it. They're exactly the same. <laughs> Sometimes and, we've done things on television, we've done ads or something, and we've watched them back and I've gone, right, cornflakes for a week. Like that's. <laughs> I don't know how they don't keep getting, you know, you can kind of easily obsess with yourself when you see yourself on TV. No, but I think that's what's brilliant about them. They just haven't changed a thing, a thing. And, uh, and I can tell you that, that all those houses, the way that you see them on TV, that is exactly what they're like off camera as well, like exactly. Um, you know, if you just sit down with two of them to, to have a meal or something, you just go, we should be rolling on this because you're hilarious just doing this. Yeah, you know? but do they need uh, approval now though, David? Like if they want to change something in the lounge room or they want to get a new haircut, do they have to run it by you guys? new cushions? Well, there's, you know, there's certain things that, ha- that have changed that you'll see, uh, that you'll see tonight, a few yep. little bits and pieces, but that's all, that is actually all sort of part of it. You know, that's part of the show, to be honest. Um... If they do change things, it's kind of because that's that's their life, you know, mm. uh, and that's that is what we're um, we're dipping into every now and then. Mm. Hey, David, you have tapped into an amazing thing here. Excuse me, um, on uh, the footy on Friday night, Batchy Sam walked in. I speak of Sam Wood, the Bachelor from the oh, last yeah. series on Channel Ten. The way people reacted in the room was quite bizarre. Now, uh, are they watching different shows this series on Gogglebox, and how do they react to different personalities on TV? Does it change over time? Yeah, well, um, absolutely. I think the great thing about us doing the series again this year is that, you know, we've got different, different shows to watch. Yeah. If we went the same, the same time again next year, it would probably be the same stuff. Um, so, no, it's a whole sway of new programs, uh, especially in tonight's episode. I think pretty much everything they're watching is stuff that they haven't seen before. Um, and, yeah, they, they, they will have a reaction to certain people. Um, you know, The Bachelorette, of course, is going to feature. Oh, yes. Um, and because everyone's got an opinion on Sam, of course, because of uh, what happened after Bachelor 2, you, uh, you know, they're, they're sort of... Well, I don't, I don't want to give too much away, but they're right behind us. Okay. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is you can watch the show and be exposed to new shows because you keep showing us what else is around. So you get to see a little bit of everything. And uh, we thought that it might be a bit silly last year, but it got the viewers, it rated, and the people wanted more. Yeah. So back again tonight. That's right. I mean, look, it was, it was a, I'll admit it was a hard sell last time. <laughs> yeah, of course. People to watch it. Well, it's because, mainly because people are confused, know, David. Well, that's it, and all you can really say is you just got to watch it to understand yeah. it. I, you know, I can't, I couldn't. <laughs> there's no other way to explain it. And thankfully, everyone at least gave us a chance and dipped in and had a look. Um, 
And I think like all of us, once they saw what it was about, we're like, oh, right, now I get it, you know. Mm. Um, and so hopefully, yeah, they'll come back for more. So it's on the Lifestyle Channel 9.30 tonight, the return of Gogglebox and 10, Thursday, October 1st at 8.30pm. And I take it from what you're saying that uh, most of the people on the show aren't wearing Blake Garvey T-shirts. No, I don't think they are. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Celebrity Apprentice might uh, have yeah. a, a showing tonight as well. Well, so. he's, quite, he's quite happy to uh, get on there and have a bit of a crack business-wise, make some money for his charity and be a bit of a buffoon. So credit to him for, making, <laughs> for bouncing back. Thanks, David. All the best. Thank you very much. David McDonald, the executive producer of Gogglebox, uh, back on the telly tonight if you want to check it out, or on 10 tomorrow night. I know, Foxtel and Channel 10, wherever okay. you want it. All of a sudden, it's, uh, as Kimber calls it, hump day. It's Wednesday. Uh, we're almost at October. Okay, you don't call it hump day. <laughs> the day I call it hump day, slap me. I say that to annoy you. Uh, and uh, Auntie Kimber is in the house. Oh, Auntie Kimber loves it when it's school holidays because I get to spend some time with my nieces, and they're both cute as a button. Yeah. But today, taking them to go and see Circus Joseph Ashton. Oh, brilliant. Right? And uh, so really excited about that. They're, they're also pretty, like, the eldest one said she's more excited about seeing me than the circus. But that's yeah. because she's a little bit savvy. Now, I've taken her to this circus before. Is this the one they set up down on uh, Beach Road near uh, yeah. Wanneroo? Yeah, it's yeah. down, yeah, Girawain Yeah, drive past it all the time. There. So... This, my eldest niece, Poppy, was four when I last took her to the circus, and she's nearing nine now, right? So, took her to the circus, and they had this cool, they've got this, like, dancing horse, and the horse essentially does, it kind of, like, does the grapevine and stuff like that. So, it's got these sort of dance moves that they've taught it, and they play some music, and they get it to do the the moves. Yeah. So, when she's four years old, I've turned to her, and I've gone, oh, Poppy, look at that, like, look at the dancing horse, right? Mm. And she looked at me with the straightest face ever that a four-year-old could give you and say, and she said, Kimber, I think we both know that that's a person inside a suit. <laughs> right now, I... <laughs> what age? Four. Four. She was four. Now, dead set, it's a genuine horse. It's a real pony that yeah. does the tricks. But in her head, she had the capacity to think, you know what, most kids, if it was a person in a suit, mm. you would say that's a horse and they'd believe you. This kid, it's a real horse and she's going, Kimber, horses don't dance, that's a man in a suit. When there's a horse doing the sprinkler, you've got to, you know, your mind goes to two other places. Oh, man, I was laughing so hard. And then at interval, I had to take her for a pony ride because they let right. you ride the ponies in the in the middle of the, the um, circus arena. Sweet. And I had to put her on a pony ride because she wouldn't believe me. And the whole time she's sitting on it with this really suspicious face and she's leaning over trying to eyeball it to see if it's got real eyes. Is, it, <laughs> is she poking you looking for a shoulder? Oh, it's hilarious. I was like, it was the funniest thing ever. So I'm really, I'm really looking forward to taking her today because her little sister is now five. Right. And I'm just wondering whether her sister is the same sort of savvy because I think she, she won't ruin it for her sister. Like she will, you know, continue to, to baby her little sister. But I think it's hilarious that this kid thought that. That is absolutely gold. So the ringmaster will come out and the girls will be ready to go. Yes. The three girls. And with... I, I might go on a pony ride. <laughs> Can you poke it just to make sure it's not a man before you start? Hi, Suzu are talking amazing deals on D-Max Ute with a 4x4 LSM from just thirty nine nine ninety. drive away. And Clezzy, Shane and Kimber are talking footy with Matt Prittis from the West Coast Eagles. Three days in just a matter of hours from the 2015 AFL Grand Final. And he's going to be there, the runner-up and former Brownlow medalist, Matt Prittis. Good morning, guys. Good morning, mate. How are you? We are so excited for you. Oh, we're all excited. Perth's excited. Um, the players are excited. It's uh, Fantastic week for WA. Um, yeah. Maddie, um, happy to get Monday night behind you. Uh, were there a few nerves? Were you, were you hoping that you might pull off the back-to-back? 
Oh, there were a few nerves, um, particularly halfway through the count. Um, yeah. But yeah, Nat is such a deserving winner, and the way he spoke, everyone realised how great a person he is as well. So it's fantastic. Mm. Mm. What's yeah. that feeling like on the ground on the weekend when the siren finally went? The ruse had been very, very tough to beat, mm. and now I see you and your mates just come together, and you—it's just like we're in a grand final. Yeah, it's exactly that. We, it's just that realization that you know you've. You're one step closer to that childhood dream, and yeah. um, they are so hard to make. And um, you know, North Melbourne are just—they were fantastic on that night. And prelims mm. are so hard to win. So, yeah, just to get that win, getting the grand final—it's a huge achievement. What nope. needs to happen against the Hawks in particular? Like, do you need a strong first quarter, or is it about keeping endurance to the end? Like, mm. in particular with playing these guys, what do you have to have? Yeah, these guys are one of the greatest teams, and it's going to take a complete four quarters. So, if we do what we did on the weekend, Hawks would have piled on the goals so making sure that we're really strong in the contest that our contested ball and clearances is probably where the game starts and um, we're going to get on top of that area because that gives our forwards a chance who are are very dangerous Mm. North uh, jumped you pretty well in the first quarter on on the weekend how did you feel at quarter time you know I know there's a lot of game left but uh, Mm. was it just heads down or was was there a bit of nervous looking around no that's one of the things I've really learnt coming out of that game the boys were so calm it was just really positive reinforcement and there was no panic stations whatsoever Um, we knew that once you know we did start winning some contested footy clearances and that we'd we'd get our fair share of goals Um, we had enough inside 50s we just couldn't get hit the scoreboard so very calm environment let's go back to 2000 yeah 2006, mate, last time the Eagles won a flag, and it was revenge against Sydney for losing, the, you know, the Leo Barry mark in 2005, the year before. So a one-point win. In that year, you were 21. You were playing most of your footy for Subiaco. You played a couple of games, and then you won the premiership with Subi that year. Did you travel? What happened? What was your situation with the 2006 flag? Yeah, you're, you're really involved. You get to do all the training, um, and then you just fly over the day before. Um, you get to watch the... The parade, um, watch the boys run out and, and play the guts out. So it's um, you really feel like you are involved, and it's um, you're just really hoping the boys can get it done because it's uh, mm. you know, everyone in the club's involved, and uh, you know it's on the line. It's great. Well, you give a hundred percent every time you get out there, anyway. But do you think on the weekend just gone and the one coming, there's you, you've got something else left in the tank? There's something extra special that comes out at you know prelims and grand final. Yeah, you're going to be giving it everything you've got, um, but. Sometimes when you're trying too hard, the decision making and everything else goes out the window. So you've got to stay relaxed. You've got to stay focused, and just making sure it's it's contest by contest. Um, more than ever, you know that counts more than anything. So um, yeah, you've got to stay as relaxed as you can. Maddie, uh, you can do all the preparation in the world. Obviously, you're at peak fitness right now. But the most important question is, what is your superstition? What uh, is there a teddy bear? Is there left boot on first? Do yep. you run out behind the rest of the boys? What What is your superstition? I've I've only got a couple, and it's it is the left boot on first because I'm a left footer, and I've got me lucky red speedos. So. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> that's it for me. Yeah, mate, there were the keen- lucky red speedos. We'll look out for. <laughs> you don't see too much of them. Hey, Josh Kennedy's goal was a real turning point. It was the first goal for you guys on the weekend. But there was Luke Shuey's goal, your goal, and Sharon Wellingham all night playing like a man possessed. You need those big performances from key players in big games, don't you? Yeah, you do. And, um, you know, Josh Kennedy's second quarter was huge. That's yeah. pure leadership. Um, and then, he like is say, amazing. He's, he's super. And Sharon yeah. Wellingham's the other one. His final series so far has, uh, has been elite and as to his whole, his whole year. But um, yeah. we're, it's going to take a complete 22 um, performance and 
you know, I believe we can do it. Well, yeah. Prita, I just want to know, um, when you guys win the premiership on the weekend, how long is it going to be before we can contact you again? Like, when are you going <laughs> to... Six weeks. Like, will you come back into the studio or, or do we need to say goodbye now? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, no, can you just call us? Just return me. our calls. <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> Hey, Prita, good luck, mate. We're all behind you. Go get them. And just remember, a tight last quarter, Hawthorne have played an extra game. Yeah, that's it. Thank you very much, guys. We're so excited. Good, good luck to the Eagles in three days' time. Matt Prittis joining us uh, this morning. The best of Clairsey, Shane and Kimber on Mix 94.5.